Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Nerve Related Podcast. It's your boy Raymond Johnson. Got my guy here. What up, man? <laughs> We're back. What's going on, baby? Shit, stuck on Lorcana. I got people going to stores for me and shit. <laughs> so, like, my buddy Julius just texted me that one of his guys found some. I'm trying to see if uh, I can get some <laughs> off of. Hey, uh, listen real quick. This man right here is insane. I think about two days ago, maybe a day and a half ago, he got some more cards, didn't get shit. He was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I hit him up. I'm like, hey, man, um, yeah. people are showing stuff uh, at Walmart and Target. I was like, I'm thinking about stopping there. He's like, oh, okay, if they got something, let me know. I'll send you some money so you can give me some. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, man, I'm done. I'm done. My Not buying no more. Hey, if you see something, let me know. I'm gonna say, I'll send you money to buy me something right away. That's the funny shit. It's crazy because, like, so we've talked about this before, Lord Kana is what we're talking about. And I don't um like I I don't really need more cards. Like I have four decks. Most people only have can build one. Like I have enough cards to make probably five decks, to be honest. But I want to collect all of them and I'm missing a couple a couple of slots on on the main collection. I think I'm missing like six cards and then I'm missing a shit ton of foils. So, and I'm addicted to opening packs. That's why I, I buy all kinds of different cars and just open them all the time. Did you get but, some Ursula's yet? Nope, none. That's insane. Not a single Not Ursula. even one. This man has opened like a thousand cards and don't get a car that's not even like in the game. I think it is a... It's a legendary, I think. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, you should have one. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, they say... They say the enchanted, there's 12 enchanted cards. They say it's one in every 96 packs. I gotta be well overnight. <laughs> I mean, I opened three booster boxes, not counting troves, gift sets, regular boosters, the boosters we won at last week's tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't have a single Dude, one though. It's insane. Yeah, not even let alone a full art or whatever. You ain't even got a couple of the cards that yeah. are just said. Like by now, you should have quadruples of every like just regular card, and that's insane. That no Ursula at all. I'm a, I might buy them. I think they're like thirteen bucks. I think that's my best bet now, because like instead of buying booster boxes, although it's fun and I enjoy ripping them, like what I'm missing is so specific. It's cheaper to just go buy the card. Like yeah, let yeah. me get four Ursulas at fifteen bucks each, sixty dollars yeah. versus. 200 bucks to open a box and might not get a single one of them, but yeah. that's fun, hey. though. It's just fun. Hey, 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 and there's other cards you want, though, you know what I'm saying? So For sure. And then they're already talking about what putting out second gen runs of these cards. Like, what, dude? <laughs> so the thing about the thing about this shit is they didn't. Like, 15 years from now, those cards will be big, big thing. They just didn't. So Ravensburger's never done a card game. This is their first card game that I'm aware of. So like they're learning through their mistakes because they've never done this before. And then an IP of like Disney's, you know, what I'm saying altitude. People want this shit and they didn't anticipate it, which is weird. We've talked about that before, but they said there's no edition. So like this first run of cards doesn't there's nothing on there that says like first edition or so when they do a reprint. Unless the reprint says reprint or something on it, 
like it, there's not, you're not gonna be able to tell between the two. But the reprint ain't happening until January. And if that a lot a lot of shit can happen between now and then, and then in October, November, November we'll get chapter two. So there'll be another probably 150, 200 more cards. Interesting stuff. I just enjoy playing the game. Last weekend Ray was over here, spent the night. We literally played this shit for shit. I don't know, ten hours that day between going to the store, playing each yeah. other, messing with the cards. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I knew it was gonna be big, and I'm and I'm a I'm a low TCG player. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or not even not, you even gotta be a player. Just you know, just the feeling I got. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> And as a company, you, I'm not, I would want the company to have the same thoughts like, yo, we're going to over mass produce this shit because we know it's going to be huge. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. <clears throat> finally seen, uh, finally seen Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah, you did watch Blue Beetle. Fire. I, I don't care about reviews, it, period. You know, Ben Bryant told me it was pretty good, but I still went in there expecting, you know, just a mediocre. Shit, but I, I, it, it, I think it was well over my expectations. You know what I'm saying? And I went with a buddy of mine, Jacob. <clears throat> we were both like, "Yo, that was a pretty damn good movie." Yeah, that's one of the things that happened. So I, I'm still nursing my knee injury, y'all. We are on month two, <laughs> so coming down here is interesting. Ray got to experience it for the first time when he was over here. We were hunting for cards, and just one lap around Walmart did not did not feel great um and if he could tell then that means it was really hurting me so but <laughs> a lot happened in those two weeks or so since we did a lot of uh, podcasts so blue beetle uh definitely want to talk about that so i will start by saying i i would understand if people were like honest of why they didn't like it so like if you were honest and you are not of Latino or Hispanic heritage. And you said, I didn't, I couldn't get into the movie because I didn't, I couldn't relate or I couldn't understand some of the stuff going on. I would accept that. Like, I would be like, the movie totally leans into the culture, like from the jokes that are being told inside the, the way the family culture is, characters yeah. that are talked about. Like a cheap a Chapulín Colorado, I I understand you would not know who the hell this person is. It is gonna miss the mark completely for you. But if you are Latino, Hispanic, Latinx, whatever you want to call yourself, this would hit home for you. And that's who the it was a love letter to that. So like, if you came out and said I, that's why I I just couldn't get into it. Like I wouldn't give it a high score because it misses the mark for me. I'd be like, okay, I get, cause that's what I told you. I was like, you might go in there and not feel it because you, it, some of the shit is going to go over your head. And I understand that, but to come out and say the movie was like dumb or awful, like that just don't make no sense to me. Cause the movie it is a really good movie. Like it feels like a throwback movie, like a throwback superhero movie. Like yeah, maybe Spider-Man, like Toby Spider-Man type of comparison, like that type of throwback Definitely. movie. And it was really good. The like the acting was like decent. Oh, yeah. It wasn't awful. Zolo killed it as Jaime. 
um george lopez is like one of the best parts of the he, movie like he absolutely killed it i stand by this i think george lopez is the funniest comic relief ever in a superhero movie he was so good easily hands down he <clears throat> i mean Bubito's, you know but dude sometimes co comedy or those side roles could help carry a movie he helped push that movie oh, along. for sure you know what i'm saying <clears throat> and the thing about it too like I'm not I'm not Hispanic at all, but Brian. Are you sure, Ray? I mean, I know you I know you get, <laughs> you get confused a lot. Are you sure? Yeah, you know, but also growing up on the south side of Milwaukee, being surrounded by Mexicans and Puerto Ricans, and just being having an open mind. And George Lopez is one of my favorite comics as well. Like I if 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 you can understand it or get yourself in it to me, I think it's very close-minded because that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I embrace other cultures totally. So it was it was awesome seeing that you know what I'm saying <clears throat> on the screen. And then I've this I've listened to George Lopez's I've like four of his stand-ups downloaded on my phone and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I get a lot of the stuff just from being a fan yeah. of his for from over the years. But like the family riding in one vehicle, you know what I'm saying? And like <clears throat> and like that you totally, you know what I'm saying? And then he's going to work, his you know, messing with him, cheering cheering him <laughs> on and stuff and like they're so close, and then the uncle being kind of like, you know, the black sheep or whatever, the family, like, that's not just Latino culture, that's, you know, it's every culture, but I mean, I, I the movie was way better than I thought, and, and I loved it, like, and I don't get what people talking about, I don't know if they were talking bad about CGI and not like that, but like, I thought it was better than a lot of movies with bigger budgets. You know what I'm I, saying? I mean, I feel like there's some, obviously there's some CGI, but like the suit when he's not flying, it's like a real suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that looked amazing. That helps with CGI budget. But I, I like that. The only thing I can say negative about the movie is like the villain. But this is true for 90% of superhero movies. Like the villain was just kind of like there. She wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't like a enticing. Like she didn't. She didn't hey, but, but do she anything. Was, she's a good actress, so oh no, for sure. She did her she did her all well, but I keep you saying there's like no meat there or whatever, but I mean it wasn't even like, hey, let's try to take over the world, like none of that. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was very I won't say street level, but it was like, hey, I want to get my company very Iron Man esque. It was a very Iron Man esque story, like my company it was the opposite though like my company doesn't do weapons anymore i want to bring it back to doing weapons <laughs> you know like tony was like we do weapons i want to take it it was that same concept though like yeah obadiah in iron man wasn't like this big earth threat villain it was a very much corporate you know yeah it's a good start and this is this. this was that it was a villain that specifically targeting his home right because they wanted to buy up their area their neighborhood that was left and yep. you know typically yep. went to that dude the city looked awesome too like seeing oh from afar when he's sailing on his roof and yeah. you see that city that shit looked amazing dude that, that whole movie looked amazing i thought i thought it was dope and then we're also like this he's learning from the scarab the scarab's also learning from him you know what i'm saying she's like we're not killers i was like oh that's fire <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it even says some like Spanish shit later on in the movie too. Yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. It just the little things matter. Like the little things matter. And if you haven't watched it, like this movie 
is really going to boom on, on Max. As I've said that before it even came out. Like they didn't throw a lot of marketing behind it. The budget is like a hundred million. But even so, I'm pretty sure it, did, it made more money than the Flash did <laughs> in the opening weekend. So that has to be a positive. Uh, but on HBO Max is when it's going to really shine. People are going to really watch it a lot. And if you are Hispanic, Latino, I know those are two different things. But if you have a culture that comes from Latin America or even no Spanish, like a lot of these things are going to hit more home for you than others. Like they talk about Chapulín. That shit was amazing, bro. Like I remember that shit being on TV all the time. Like the grandma dynamic. Like it was just cool. I'm, I am more Americanized in general, like in my beliefs in terms of like, I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen like that anymore. But in the past, we would go to my aunt's house and it'd be like 20, 30 of us in their house every Sunday eating, you know, like chilling, getting to know each other. But their tight knit group is what, I guess like the first Shazam movie is real family orientated. I thought this movie, like, you know I me, mean? I hate team, like, you know, side pieces being too part of a superhero's journey, whatever, so like that most times. But I felt like this movie did the best with how much the family was in the movie. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like, it's like, just like she is. So, we, we could put the family aspect right on the level of Shazam. Yeah. His family was in there just as much as his. And I felt like they did good too, but I felt like this one, they did better with this one. <clears throat> like when they, when dude was driving uh, that, that Beetle ship and then the grandma had the, the Gavin gun and stuff, like, you know, <laughs> he was getting down. <clears throat> Even the sister had that, like, uh, what thing? Yeah, that, like, that punch, that gauntlet. Cool, like, yeah, they, like I said, I, I, it was way better. And I thought it'd be, I, I'll give it like an eight out of ten, man. Like, I still like, in the usually I overhype stuff, whatever. I do that a lot. But I've been sitting on that farther off for weeks and just talking to you again and like remembering some of the things. Movie's still fire. It's stuck in my head, like, and, and, and I love it a lot. So I'll give it an eight out of ten, man. Plus, <clears throat> I like New Beetle and I want to see newer characters, you know, coming out. And, and DC is trying their best to do that. And uh, I know they make a lot of money. But hopefully, he sticks around for the future. See what else we can see from him. But I thought it was it was cool, man. Like the scarab was cool. The fighting scenes were like action scenes were cool. Um, I just don't feel like DC ain't getting that money because <laughs> there's like, no the trust. Flash, the Flash, I get it because I don't. I didn't really like the Flash at all, and he's like my he's in my top five. And Blue Beetle, I think, was ten times a better movie than seriously. Oh, and I like I like the way better than the Flash. Yeah, it, it made no money. Like I get if something sucks, you know, you, you know Batman vs Superman, eight people, cup of tea. I don't even really watch, uh, you know, in the Justice League, it's kind of garbage. Get it, Flash, trash. I get it, but like Blue Beetle is actually a good movie. Like you don't even have to be a fan of Blue Beetle or superheroes. It was just a good movie. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just don't get. I, I don't know. I would say, I know. So for me, like after I watched the flash, I have not ever felt like I wanted to see the flash again. And blue beetle. I was like, I will, I would watch blue beetle again. Like when it's on max, I'll watch it again. Like my nieces are coming over. Like if it was out right now, I would watch it with them for sure. Like, it's just one of those movies. That's just, it was just fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Like I had a great time watching that movie. There was no part where I was watching that movie. I was like, Ugh. You know, the pacing was great as well. Pacing's important with everything, I think. And uh, switch gears here about pacing. 
One Piece, man. <clears throat> um, so everyone, oh, if you're kind of even kind of a geek or kind of an anime, you know about One Piece. I've tried to watch it tons of times. I'm on like episode maybe like 20 something. And that's after like months of trying to watch it. I don't know if it's just a really old art because I'm really far behind. So, so I know there's tons of One Piece fans out there, and I don't even hate on it. Like I like, I love the the aspect of it. I like, I like the characters. I like the idea. Like I love it. Like, and I'm trying to get into it, <clears throat> but the pacing is awful. The art is awful. So it's hard. <clears throat> but that show, like I ate it up. I think the the pacing is was fantastic. That you definitely get the campiness. But dude, there were some scenes in there like that made me get my feels a little bit. <laughs> like when the actors turned it on and actually were acting, really good. And then sometimes like Luffy, you know, he's super campy, and the other people are really doing some good acting. I, I, and I don't, it, I'm watching it like I know it's hard for them to keep a straight face. Or like, what is going on right now? You know what I'm saying? But one piece. Uh, the TV show live action, you can do anime live action, and, and, and they showed it. What do you think, Brian? I mean, so obviously, if you listen to the channel, you know we watch anime, but we're not like, like, anime is not our biggest thing. So, like, we're very, um, uh, what do we call it? Man, why am I throwing apart? You know, when, uh, when people that watch like Marvel or DC stuff only watch specific things, what do we call them? We, you, we call them a specific thing. What yeah. is it? As, let's say casual right we're very casual anime watchers like sure. i watch like demon slayer you know it's entirety a lot of shorter stuff obviously dragon ball we grew up you know during the time when dragon ball was the shit super came out watch that naruto i watched all of naruto but like big discussions around there's arguments around the big three but like so you know naruto bleach and one piece are what most people consider the big three this can create some heat on the comments i know but most people would say that's a big three. So One Piece anime is over a thousand episodes. And knowing this was coming out, my buddy Diego is very big on anime. You guys have met him before in other videos. But I wanted to watch enough of the anime to, to kind of feel better about the show, kind of know where what direction it was. So I watched about 60 episodes of the anime prior to the show coming up. So it's fresh in my mind, like, I literally just did this. So it wasn't like, think about if an anime has a thousand episodes and you've been watching it this whole time, like chances are of you watching that first arc was probably like five, six, seven, eight years ago. Like that's just the reality of it. Maybe even longer. I think the show is amazing. I think they changed things that made sense. They condensed things in the arc that made even more sense, stuff that we didn't need to see. And it was in the spirit of the show. And the reason that was because the creator of the show was there. And I believe they actually made them reshoot some of the scenes that weren't vibing with what the spirit of the show was. So you can do anime right if you have the right people involved. Everyone in the cast seems to enjoy anime. Um, and it's just cool. Like the action is nice. I like the feel of the CGI because it's not like the greatest CGI ever, but I think it's I want I don't know if it's on purpose, but it gives it kind of like that a little older vibe because that's what that's why One Piece is hard to get into. Like it was hard for me to watch those 60 episodes of One Piece. The pacing on the anime 
is kind of slower. It's all introduction. And the the animation is just kind of weird. So, like, it's just a little older. It's like watching the first Dragon Ball compared to Dragon Ball Z. It's just different. <clears throat> but the show is amazing, dude. The characters, I feel like everyone, everyone was casted so well in this anime. Like, they literally put the heart into it. And you could tell, like, it, it's just a really good TV show. Great. I won't even say good. It is a great adaptation, period. Not even just anime, but yeah. think anything as an adaptation. It, it's just amazing. Yeah, I, d- I definitely want to give them their flowers, man. Before me and Brian started the podcast, I was like, gum, gum, gambling. Like, that stuff just feels <laughs> so fire. And then Luffy is such a, like I said, he's over the top campy, but like you just love him. You just love him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and then he just thinks <laughs> completely different from anybody else. <clears throat> he don't give a shit, but he is a good heart, a good soul, <clears throat> and he's just an awesome fucking character, man. Luffy is a great <clears throat> character. And then <clears throat> like spoilers, I'm sorry, but we do them. <laughs> Dude, like Luffy's grand like Luffy's grandpa being Marine and all the time he was just <clears throat> Testing them, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I laughed for a second. I was like, oh man, it's just so like outrageous, but I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's it, it, it was super, super good. And then my girl, I'm watching it, and she's like, is it what show you watching? I was like, One Piece. She's like, I wanted to watch that with you. I was like, Now put it on the other night and you fell asleep. And you haven't asked me to watch anything since. She's like, You're gonna be asking me to talk about it on the podcast? I'm like, Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, so that part is different so i didn't so obviously i'm over a thousand episodes i'm not there so like um in those first 60 episodes ish that i watched the grandpa's not in it so like so you haven't met him in the 30 you've watched and i didn't meet him in 60 so when he came out i thought that was different so i texted diego and i was like is that really his grandpa? And he's like, yeah, you just haven't met him yet. You meet him in like 60 something. So I, I stopped watching like right before they introduce him. But that's a part of the change, right? So like, instead of not introducing him at all, they bring him forward towards the beginning to be more impactful. And then they team him up with the two characters that in the anime, after they get stuck at the Marines, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kobe and... The Axeman's kid. I can't remember his, his dad yeah. name. But Kobe and the other idiot. So in the anime, you meet them and then you kind of leave them. You've seen that part already. You leave them at the Marine base after they defeat the Axe guy. You don't really see them again for a while. So it was cool to spend more time with them, see their growth with Luffy's gramps. Um, big change to me. That's a big change. And then you have IG, IGN over here saying, <laughs> I just don't understand, like, how people can review things like either <laughs> yeah, I was I was very surprised how they got that character so perfect. The one the glasses. I think oh, that's yeah. a chick. I think that's Kobe. a chick, by the way. That doesn't matter. No, anyway. that's a boy. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Dude, he looks so much like a female. But um um perfect. <laughs> perfect. So perfect. And then I love how like they like, they didn't modernize it at all. I really care. Like, that dude is a stupid bowl cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, the, show, the show is perfect, man. Like, I, 
Now, Teddy, now, though, it, it, is, it is campy or whatever, but if you just be open-minded to it and stuff, I think you'll really enjoy it because, like I said, I've only watched 22 episodes. I'm trying to watch One Piece for months, and I blew through this series, and I thought it was super fun. It, it's so it's just good. IGN says it's too close to the source material, and I just gave you a major example of a change that did well on the show, like on the live action, and isn't necessarily in that order. It's way further up, like way further up. So, I mean, we'll see how long this they keep this going for. Like, I, I doubt we're going to get into the later portions of, unless they do some time jumps on weaker arcs or something. But overall, I'm super happy with it. I would say it's one of the best adaptations of a source material, whether you're thinking books, comic books, um, video games, whatever. Like, it just has that heart to it. And I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So I've seen some comments I want to run past you because we're all about diversity. And I didn't know this at all, but I saw him on TikTok because I don't read the manga or none of that. But I kept seeing things on TikTok kind of post up from like, oh, it's all kinds, right? People loving it, people hating it, people being indifferent. But one that kind of stuck out to me was around... um, a guy was saying an anime adaptation and there's only one Asian character in it. Now, this is something Hollywood's been accused of a lot, right? Like adapting things and not doing it in a way that, you know what I'm saying, is either adequate or acknowledge it where it's from. This is not one of those cases. So I, I, was, no. I saw the video and I kind of looked it up. So one thing about this so people saying it's an anime there's only one asian character yada yada apparently and i looked this up which i thought was super interesting which makes it even cooler right so um there was a moment after like the 54th manga or something where they're having a question the creator they're asking like where are people where are the characters from like right it's been out for a while like where are they from so uh he says hey i have a question if one piece was set in the real world which countries would the nine straw hats come from and he said and the answer was like well i put it i just put what fits with the character's image luffy's from brazil i mean what i don't even have to say nothing else more there zoro is from japan okay nami is from sweden usaf is African. Sanjay is from France. Chopper, which we didn't meet, is Canadian. Robin, we didn't meet from Russia. Frankie is an American. And Brooke is from Austria. So out of the characters we did meet, Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Usopp, and Sanji, I mean, they couldn't have got that shit anymore, right? And the creators <laughs> involved, so like, stop it. And the thing about it, too, dog, it's a pirate show. All these characters are super random. <laughs> None of these people. I, okay, I've watched too many episodes of anime, but only one of them looks Asian in the show, and in, in the anime, and it's Zoro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I would, like, was let's. I I don't even know what that guy was reaching at. But like, <laughs> he's probably trying to get some comments or dislikes or something because that didn't even make no sense. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You show me an all Asian pirate show. 
and then we can talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, people I thought it was fun, man. If you haven't watched it yet, you should. It's a really cool show. Like I've seen, and this is what happened to me, but I've seen people on Facebook on my comments or not comments, just on my thread, my feed. At least three different people is like, hey, I tr- I tried to get into One Piece before, but the pacing was slow and I never really got into it. And I'm watching the show and it makes me want to watch the anime again. That's what happened to me. I have bailed. I told Diego, like, bro, I watched 60 episodes. Like, I don't think I could watch this. And I finished the series. And the moment I finished the series, I threw it back up on Crunchyroll and just had it running while I was playing Starfield and like paying attention, trying to get through as many episodes as I can so that we're not just introducing characters, but we're actually at the grand line and I'm there yeah. now, but it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. The, kudos to them. So <laughs> I can say about that. Good stuff right there. Hey, so I got to ask you thoughts about this. <laughs> oh man. It's wild to me. Barbie is Warner Brothers number one star movie of all time. Yeah, they beat the Dark Knight or something like that. <laughs> no, no, they beat Harry Potter. The second <laughs> Harry Potter. You tell me that more people went to go see that movie than Harry Potter. That's crazy, man. Hey, that tells you the lasting power of Barbie. That toy's been around since the fifties, and it still sells like hotcakes. Like that's the kind of grasp Barbie has on America. That's Americana right there. Barbie is America. Like, straight up. So, um, it's interesting. Like, if you watch them, I haven't watched it. My wife's kind of mad at me because she wanted to watch it. And we usually go watch movies at the movie theaters, but we haven't watched this one because we saw Blue Beetle, we saw something else, and we passed on this. But, like, if you watch it, for the most part, there was positive reviews on like people that watch, not reviewers, but like the audience enjoyed it for what it was. I would say the difference between all this stuff is maybe Barbie not over Harry Potter for sure. There's more long, longevity there, but like it would uh, it would apply <laughs> to more people, I would say like Harry Potter is very specific if you're not into like fantasy Maybe you read the books no, or not. Like see, Barbie. Yeah, think, you can't get into specifics here with that. Harry Potter is not specific because it's the second highest grossing movie for a company of all time. It doesn't matter. You act so like it's not Warner too Brothers. Specific. Yeah, it is, it is specific. It's a Dude, fantasy Harry genre. Potter, everybody likes Harry Potter. I, I think everybody have ever <laughs> no, met they don't. Harry Potter. <laughs> no, they That's don't. Dude, you act like Warner Brothers hits a billion dollars all the time. They don't. Like, here are no, the top saying, billion dollar movies. It can't Harry Potter. It's is specific. Unique. Like no, the only no, reason you would watch the only reason you would watch the first Harry Potter is if somebody asked you to watch it, unless you're into fantasy wizarding type of things. Like if you're not into that genre of books or you enjoy that type of like genre, you wouldn't watch it. Like I only watched Harry Potter. I didn't even I watched it after I read the books. But the only reason I read the books. Is because I was dating a girl that loved the books. If she wouldn't have told me to like, hey, these books are cool, I would have never read them. Like that, like if Barbie is different, like if you are a little girl 
for whatever reason, even if you as a parent don't introduce them to Barbie, like when they're at the store, they gravitate towards Barbie. Like those dolls are more mainstream than than a niche group. Now, Harry Potter became mainstream. They have theme parks. I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt right now. But like, okay, okay, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I it's, it's different. No, yeah, that's what I said. Bar Barbie is America. Do you say Barbie? Boys, girls, old, young, every every person in the world knows what a, what a Barbie is. You know what I'm saying? Staple for dolls, toys, girls growing up. You know what I'm saying? Your little brother either was destroying them or low-key playing with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's introduced to Barbie. You could be eight, 90 years old. You know who Barbie is. You could be five years old and know who Barbie is. So I get what you're saying. And that's yeah, going to be forever. Just, it's different. <laughs> I mean, it's still impressive. Like, what is it? Six movies? Only six Warner Brother movies have grossed over a billion dollars. Yeah, and they're all Harry Potter and then Barbie. <laughs> no, I thought I thought that would be close, too. So at number six, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, $1.04 billion. The Joker movie, the Joker movie, $1.066 billion. The Dark Knight Rises, which isn't even the best fucking Batman movie, $1.082 billion. Aquaman, $1.143 billion. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, $1.315 billion. And then Barbie, $1.381. So it won by a lot. Like 70 billion, $70 million is a lot of money. Domestic box office made double the amount than any of those movies I just mentioned here. Like what you're saying, it's American. That's a big difference. Because internationally... All the other movies made more international. Oh, for sure. But and uh, Barbie made more internationally than domestically. But when you look at domestic, it's double the amount any of the other movies made domestically. So that's a big ass difference. All the other Harry Potter movies are number nine. So between nine and 15, only one movie in that gap or two movies are not Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're Harry all Potter. almost a billion dollars, like 998, 959, 951, 940. Like, I mean, they're ba basically billion dollar franchises. Yeah. Hey, Ryan Gosling's one of the ghosts, though, man. Like, I'll definitely see Barbie at some point in time. Like I'll watch it when it's on. I'll, when it's on yeah, the man, I'll, I'll watch both. it. I love both those actors. I just had to bring that up because that's, that's crazy, man. <clears throat> that's, and then Harry Potter had it like, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Barbie's been building up to this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Barbie's been building up to this for <clears throat> 80 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, Harry Potter, the, the last movie is the highest, was the highest grossing movie. Like, that was built up over the years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was the <clears throat> eighth movie. The eighth movie in a franchise. Mm-hmm. And Barbie, like, man, I, that's just crazy, dude, how it just came and sweat. And people were just like, Kind of shitting on it, and yeah, even the actors were. were like, the actors were like, oh, when they were promoting it, they seemed kind of like, mm, I'm not yeah, kind of weird, you know? and then it blew up. They're like, oh yeah, man, this I'm like, Duh. I mean, it you was know? a risk. I think uh, Margaret Robbie, I think I heard, um, like negotiated her contract in a way that was different because it was kind of riskier for them to do it because you you never know, right? But I guess she's made like fifty million dollars already on this movie, like based on oh. the escalators on her contract. 
which is yeah, insane. And then, then Ryan Gosling didn't. He almost didn't do it. And so I bet he's like, "Dang, I'm glad I did this movie." You John Cena's in it. <laughs> John Cena's a Ken. I mean, I, I'm interested in watching. I watch. I will watch. It. I just want to watch it at the movie theater. Probably do the top off it. Man, boys are gonna um. There's something else I was gonna say. Uh, uh well, I'm thinking. Um, what was it? The the the, the Gamescom thing. We didn't talk about that when it first came. Um, but uh, it seems like I, VR is like a. It's still a niche right now, but it's getting a lot bigger. And Gamescom is like this full of VR stuff to me. And it kind of like bummed me out of being totally focused <laughs> on it. Like it was like VR, 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 VR. I'm like, I don't play VR too much really at all. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> you know, I don't. And but that uh that one uh, I can't remember the name of that game, but with the Monkey King. In the fight, like that RPG, some samurai. That it looks clean, man. It looks clean. For ten years, they've been trying. They've been big. see that. I guess that's regular, but I never thought about it until like maybe like this year or so. How like how long it takes to actually make a, a good game? Yeah, you know, I know Call of Duty pumps went out like every, every year. year some right. of these games, but like it's different studios, so they take like two or three years to make them. But yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, like Starfield has been in the making for ten years, right? Uh, the idea, I guess, was over twenty years old, but they've been working on it for a long time. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't think about that stuff till now. Because when I was first talking to you about it, I was like, "Have they been making this samurai game for ten years?" You're like, "Man, like a lot of games <laughs> worked out for ten years." I was like, "Maybe you're right, <laughs> maybe you're right." But it, it it looks fire, man. Like, and I don't know, I might be having shooter fatigue or something. But it'd be like RPG game I've been seeing, like even if it's not like a ten out of ten, it'd be like a seven or something. I'm like, I kinda get an itch to get my hands on it kind of like I think it just might be shooter fatigue right now. But I don't even know and, if it's shooter fatigue. We just haven't gotten a new shooter in a long time, not a real one. mostly because you play like BR. So like you've been playing Call of Duty BR is significantly the same for the most part for the last few years like PUBG hasn't typically changed Fortnite's been out for a long time Apex has been out for a long time so like because you don't really play what shooters used to be right that regular team deathmatch search and destroy think Battlefield right we play that sometimes we don't play it as much as we should but there's fatigue in general because we've been playing the same five games for the last five, six, seven, eight years now. The thing with Call of Duty, though, I, I don't understand is like they have one battle royale map. Like how do you, like you know Apex has like almost ten, PUBG has damn near about ten too. You know what I'm saying? And they're, they're on rotations. It keeps the game a little lively there. You know you're playing Call of Duty ranked, same map. Same map. Two years now, guys. Same map. I'm like, dude, you can get a rotation going. Apex has ranked, and they rotate. They rotate yeah. the maps like half the seasons one, half the seasons the other. Next season, they rotate two other maps in the rank. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's not like Call of Duty ain't trying, man. They just trying to get money on them skins, and I keep giving it to them. You do keep giving it to them, <laughs> dog. It's like opening packs for you or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I don't even need it. I don't even like it. I'm just like, I'd be like. 
kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy. But it's okay because you don't. So like you don't buy a lot of games. So like that's fine for you. Like I'll buy games that I never even like open sometimes. <laughs> so like I'll be like, oh, this game looks cool. I'm gonna buy it, and then I'll be like, ah, yeah. did you play it? Like nah. Mostly because if when I was playing more, my knee was better. Like if I came down here to play and you texted me like, oh, let's play. I would just go play that. Like it's not, I'm not yeah, going to oh, yeah. go play by myself when I can play with somebody socially. But yeah, for you, it makes sense. Like, oh, I only play these games. Most of them are free to play anyway. So like if you're spending 20, 30 bucks a month on skins, I mean, I'm spending 60, 70 bucks a month on a game. Like it's, it's, the, it's the cheaper option. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wish it. it just dude, that Wulong game looks crazy though. The um, yeah, the Monkey King thing that you were talking about, it that looks, shit looks. I, fire. I love the I love the Monkey King. I love the the whole history behind it. Like I've watched a couple movies of it. I don't know. It seems like it's starting to blow up even more. Like Netflix has uh, a new cartoon yeah, put out for that. Yep. This 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 game's coming out. I think last year there was a live action uh, Monkey King movie like out of Japan or something like. The Monkey King starting to get, uh, you know, get on a roll here. I remember in uh, the third Mummy, um, wasn't Jet Li playing the Monkey King? I think in that movie, you know what I'm saying. So he's gonna slowly come. Or there was a monkey. Some there was some popular movie in the Monkey King was involved in some sort of thing. That's all I mean. I don't know if it was the Mummy, but that's what I don't know. But maybe not. But Jet Li was in the last Mummy, though. He wasn't there. <laughs> I think Jackie Chan was too. There was a lot going on. But um, speaking of that, man, reboot the mummy. Okay. <laughs> Bring Brendan Fraser back. Bring Brendan Fraser back. Get him on the treadmill. Have him lose a couple more pounds, you know? And let's, let's bring it on back. <laughs> yeah, I love the mummy movies. Those are fire. They're just like, just going here, have a good time, and enjoy myself there. So I, I, love, I love the mummy movies. The VR stuff. So it's one of those things. So like it will only get adopted more when a heavy hitter makes it a thing. That's what Facebook tried to do. Like they try to like, they have so many billions of users. They try to tap into that, but it just felt kind of flat. But as expensive as Apple's headset is, the fact that they're making a headset means more people are going to want to try it and get into it. Like Apple is the heaviest hitter there is. Like to give you an idea up until this last month or whatever, ever I'm talking about like the, in the history of cell phones, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked it up recently, but when I looked it up, that's what it said. So there's always typically in the top five phones, like the most sold phones every month or however much you want to track it. There was always like an Android phone or an other in the top five, at least one, maybe two. The last time they did this report for the first time ever, the top five iPhone, the top phones sold that month or whatever were all iPhones. So, like, when somebody as influential as that, as much, it's gonna cost $3,500. I don't know who the hell's gonna pay that much for it because I'm not, and I buy all kinds of crazy shit. But when Apple throws their, their name in the ring on something, typically, like, more people will listen. Like, even if you're not into it, like, you might try it. So it's good news for VR. I'm tip. I'm not really into it though. Yeah, because it's not a. I don't know. I don't know what it is. 
Maybe I'm just too into the, the games I sit down and play anyways. It's not, it's not fun. I definitely enjoy VR. If I get into it and start playing it, definitely into it for a little bit. It just, I have a I have community and friends and stuff that are where we're at. You know what I mean? And that, I, I think that's the reason for me. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know what other reason, because it is fun. You know what I mean? I mean, I think... You're also Another sweating, year. like, dude. I start. Yeah, playing dude. It's all, and then with my, glasses, my, glasses my are forage, not. Glasses my are not friendly. Sweating. Yeah, man. Like, so I don't. But I guess I, I don't know. Apple has a solution. You can get uh, prescription lenses, I guess, for them for like four hundred bucks. Apparently, like people will do that. But I mean, my glasses typically are like four hundred bucks, so I get it. But it's it's definitely in. The difference would be like a true VR game, right? Like immersion and you're doing shit with your hands and you're looking around. Like that's one thing. But like using the headset in Apple's case to project the 108 inch screen in front of your face to play whatever game you want to play, say Call of Duty, like that's that would probably appeal more to us versus the VR aspect of it and kind of the immersion and moving around and looking around. Like, if I can sit on the couch and have this ginormous-ass screen with a regular controller and I can play 2K, for example, and not have to hog up the living room TV, that's that's appeal. That's an appeal to a lot of people. Yeah. Not at $3,500, but in general, like, that's an appeal. Dude, you can just lay down. Yeah. <laughs> you can let see him. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sure. So, <clears throat> but, yeah, um... What else has been going on? Um, Starfield. Oh yeah, yeah. You've been playing. You've been playing some Starfield. So, I'll lead it off the same way I let off the stream on Friday. I got. I'll probably stream again tomorrow for a bunch of hours. But so RPGs, like Ray said earlier, is not really what we do. Like, well, I'll play more different games than Ray does. But like in general, like I won't dump a hundred hours into a game that's not a multiplayer game. I typically don't do that. I end up getting bored of it, whatever. And that might be the case with Starfield. But as of right now, like, the amount of things you can do in this game is kind of overwhelming. Like, overall, like, it's super cool. I love the space dogfighting. That shit was fun. Like, the first fight I got into in the tutorial, I was like, this is awesome. And then I picked some fights with some pirates and got my ass whooped. Because... There's a whole game where, like, I don't even have to go do none of those missions, bro. Like, I can just go try to get money, get my own ship, become a space fly pirate, space, and yeah. then just go fly around space blowing shit up if I wanted to. Um, And I might end up doing that after I beat the main story, which is about 50 or 60 hours. So far, I'm into it. But it's like squirrel. Like, I'm on a planet, and I see things that need to be discovered. Now, here goes the next two hours of me trying to get to the next location to discover it on the map before I leave. Yeah. But in that essence, if you love RPGs and shit, like then you're going to be super excited. Like the amount of stuff, there are some negatives to it. I won't like people are giving it like sevens or something. I probably give it like an eight, but like the things that are interesting are not, are the things that are weird are not new. Cause there was a leak of people complaining, but like, the planets aren't truly really completely open. Like there are limits. They're big. They're really big. But the couple planets I've been into in the first 15 hours of playing it, 
I don't think you can like walk around the whole planet and get back to your ship. There's like things that limit you from doing that. That's not what they sold us, but it seems to be that way. Maybe it unlocks later once you beat the game or something. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. And then the second thing is there are a lot of loading screens and like to travel in space, it just makes way more sense to just like lock in the destination and fast travel, which kind of takes away from, you know, like the battling aspect in space. If you're in a an Alpha Centauri, for example, that's like where the main base is. That's a friendly system. So like, unless you're fully committed to being a pirate and a bad guy, you don't want to fight people there because it's like protected airspace. So I heard, I heard people complaining about the field of view and some guy would show how to change it on the computer and stuff. So there isn't an option for field of view, which is weird. Like it's not, and you have to like edit. Yeah, the, the guy was the showing game. Him to go like into like a program and <laughs> yeah. open some other stuff up. I was like, yeah, you go into one of the files. Yeah, you work on twenty years. You ain't got a field of view. If you had to shoot guns and stuff like that, people like different field of view. No field of view. <laughs> Who was working on this game with them? It was like, you know what, guys? No option. <laughs> Every other game has it, but we won't. And that'll make us. I'm yeah. sure it has something to do with the stability of the game because on console, it's locked at like 30 frames or some shit. So, like, if you expand the field of view, now you're seeing more of the, you know, you see more of the surface as it's, it could probably yeah. tank that for like the consoles, I would imagine. I'm not super technical on that, but I would I would bet money that that's the case. But like on yeah. PC, most people playing on PC, that's not going to mind anyway. So at least it should be a PC option. You know, like if you're going to have it anywhere, it should be on a computer. Hey, I mean, but they're also giving away on uh, Game Pass. Now, when you say giving it away, you obviously pay for Game Pass, but you're not paying $60, $70, you know, to play something. You know what I mean? And sometimes you want to play more than one game at a time because like, I, um, I downloaded the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, game uh, yesterday, I think it was. And it's free um, game. Well, it's not free. You can pay for Game Pass. But, I mean, I'd have to pay $60. And it was actually, duh, Brian, was very good. Like, <laughs> I, I played um, Dead by Daylight and then um, uh, uh, Friday the 13th. And it's the games, they're, they're you know, I say like 70% the same. But like this one, um, you, you you get the it's co-op like pretty much like before it was just uh, a guy one person trying to kill a group of people. Right now you, you get to be um, the, the the cousin, the brother, the um, uncle, uh, Leatherface, and there's like five. It's like five on five. You know what I'm saying? There's like five killers and they all have different powers, and then the other guys have different like. And me, Alex, and Chris were playing it last night for a couple hours. Like, dog, it was fun. Like, hey, like he's on me. He's up here on me. But, like, you can't see like that. You can't ping nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, some of the characters have a power. Like, one of the guys, you press up on the D-pad and, like, it, like, uh, and you can see through kind of stuff, you know? And then you can see what the person is. But, like, I so it, it got my heart racing. The, the first, <laughs> That's good. So the first That's time, good. So, the first time I played, um, and uh, people trying to escape. I won. I got out. I was the only one to get out. And bro, like <laughs> it was so dope. Like I, I was hiding, and the guy came in the room and I was stuck down. He passed me. But I'm talking about he was 
He was right on the other side of the wall. And he walked back two or three times. I'm like, please don't look over here. Please don't look over here. And then you're lockpicking the door. I had to lockpick the door, get out, take the battery off the car, and then lockpick another gate. The whole time, I'm like, please don't see me. Please don't see me. Like, my heart is racing. <laughs> and then I got the gate. I'm like, hey, I was like, I got the gate. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of here. And then they both ended up dying. And like, Ray's just leaving. So I'm like, bro, I, hey, I'm getting out of here. Like, I don't like scary games. The whole time, I'm like, shit. Oh shit! But it, it's fun, man. I like. I actually like it, man. And when Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite horror movie of all time, so it perfect, perfect. And then the first game I won with the villains, I think I played three. The game I won, I got to play Leatherface, so that was super dope for me too. I like. So I, I, I dig it. I dig it, man. I know it's something you probably ever played. I, I would never play. I saw somebody on TikTok though show. Um... It was it was that game for sure. It's new on Game Pass. I feel like it's popped up on my TikTok a couple times. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I got it on Game Pass. So like um this dude, he was chasing him and he like ran away. And the difference between him being able to escape and that was like locking the door behind him. Like he closed the door and that gave him like that enough time to do what he needed to do. It seems it seems interesting. I'm I personally wouldn't care for it though. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna upload a video to TikTok like the game I won when I was Leatherface. I went through a door and I locked it behind me. And then a guy ran past me, went through that door. He was stuck because he couldn't lock it. And I chainsawed him for the win. You know what I'm saying? It was just a difference between me locking that door or him being able to run out that door. So it's fun, man. I'm about to upload a clip from the win I got with uh, the survivors and then the win I got with the, the family. It's, it's pretty fun, man. I, I dig it. And especially being at a co op with the guys, it's either you're hunting or you're trying to escape. Yeah, it, it's dope. It's definitely dope. And then, do you hear guys scream like, like she's grown, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you can, like, but can you hear like, no, no, the just chat? your teammate. Oh, but you, you can't, it, it would be you know? cool if you can hear the dude that's chasing you. Oh, yeah, but then it'll, it'll be tough because then you couldn't work together. I know and that's the you, point. You, it's you, not you like you can, if it was more real, it's not like you could just talk to, hey, Ray, no. he's behind the tower. We were like saying that, so they're like, yo, this game will be fire with proximity check because you no, it would really be. had to be quiet. Yeah, because, like, how else would you – you have to, like, coordinate without being able to talk as much, or if you do talk, you know he's going to hear you. Dude, that game I won, I was doing my own thing the whole damn time. I told him one time, hey, I'm, I'm locking the door up in the basement, I'm going up, and I'm trying to find a way out as fast as possible. You can follow me. And they didn't. And then the whole time, I was quiet because I'm thinking to myself, I gotta be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Ray just left us. I was like, bro, I'm getting up out of here. I'm scared enough as it is. I don't know. Maybe you should down and that. I'm telling you, like, it, it, it gets your heart pumping when you escape people, man. I swear. <clears throat> and it's like, it's crazy how it's like a five on five or four on four, or whatever it is. And the map ain't that big, but it is that big. Like, dude, I played like three games, and I think the first two, I barely even saw anybody. You know what I'm saying? And I'm running up and down the map, going in the basement, going back upstairs. But you can hide in the brush. You can hide in back of trunks. There's dark spots in the map, like where you can crouch in there. Like they did, they did a really good job with it, man. And the graphics are pretty, pretty damn clean. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and these games coming. Like uh, this guy, this guy could be the limit, man. Like, dude, let's get a pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like this could be. This could be this could be the next big thing, you know what I'm saying? Like games coming out like this. Nah, cause that so the first game I think that I ever did it was like or that 
I remember. I'm sure there are others like the one v everyone or one v e or whatever. There was like an alien game where you're like the alien and then everyone else was like a fire team or whatever. It's never picked up like that one versus everyone. There's been quite a few games. Let me look it up because I know they've been trying, but uh, you know, as I said, Dead by Daylight is like this. Friday the 13th on the Predator game is a Predator game. It's like this, but they're not as good as say Dead by Daylight or this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, if they keep making them on this level and making them better, I can see like like a Terminator game. Like, dude, what if you like you were playing the T1000 and you had a, and then you were a group of other people trying to get away from the T1000? That would be hard. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be fire. That's what I'm talking about. Like you, this I, this genre has nothing but room to expand and be bigger. Especially with the co-op of this one, like the family against the people, like it's like before it was just one, just one killer trying to kill everybody. And you got like a family, you can co-op with your friends, work together to kill the people. Like that's what I'm saying. Like we could keep expanding and get get dope. Yeah, I mean, Among Us is pretty popular. That's similar. There's one dude mm-hmm. that's a traitor. Um Secret Neighbor. I remember seeing that a lot a couple years ago. Friday the 13th, what you're saying. Yeah, Friday the 13th would have done better, but it got stalled by licensing and stuff. Like Dead by Daylight for sure. Oh, yeah, they keep adding people. They just added Stranger Things and stuff like that. So that game's still going. There's a game called Spy Party as well. I think that was like that. I yeah, mean, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm, like, I'm not going to put hours into like a new Call of Duty, but if Alex or one of my friends jump on and on, like, hey, you want to touch this to semester? Yeah, man, I put it for an hour or two. And it was fun. It was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like that, like, if they can expand on this and do, like, different variations, like, of online versus online, like, in this kind of way, like, it could be cool. Like, um, like that game, what was that game called that's coming out? Uh, The uh, Heist or whatever, that game where you rob, like, imagine a game where, like, like, you're the cops and the other team are the robbers and you're trying to stop the bank robbers, or you're a SWAT team that has to come in to stop a, a you know, some terrorists, something like that. Like, you know, like <clears throat> you in, in this kind of style, you know, where you're trying to capture them or you know, something like that. Like, it could be cool. Like, if, if we could start getting more games in this kind of vein, you know. Well, the only reason we went down this tangent is because of the Game Pass. So you can get Starfield on Game Pass on Tuesday. Um, it comes out officially. The Game Pass did something. I don't know. I don't remember if I mentioned this in other podcasts, but in the past, I don't remember this being a thing. And I've been a Game Pass member forever. I, maybe it has been, and it was just on games I never cared for. But this time for Starfield, you're able to pay the difference um, for the deluxe edition, which is thirty five dollars, and then you could start playing it early, like as if you bought the full deluxe edition game. So I've been playing since Friday. Um, which is a cool, another cool feature of Game Pass. Like, instead of having to buy the full game, you're going to get, I'll give you 35 bucks for five days of early access. I'll take that every day, all day. Another cool thing, which is going to get me to play this game significantly more hours than I probably would play it if I had to come down here and play it every time, is I can play it on the Rogue Ally. So that is, dude, I spent like six hours yesterday playing it on that thing. While I was watching other stuff, doing other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, it has to be super nice, man. Dude, it was the best. And I guess my cousin says the Steam Deck had an update that lets you run it on there, too. And there's a lot of fear it wouldn't be able to run on the Steam Deck. So people 
it doesn't run like optimally but it runs so like the fact that you can do it on there and then microsoft has cloud saves so i don't even have to worry about that the moment i save the game and turn it off it uploads to the cloud i can come down here turn the game on and my saves there and just keep it moving so super right. cool yeah man and then now uh we're talking about the late game pass it's trying to get to nintendo if that happens it's over it's over <clears throat> Xbox knew what they were doing, man, and they're winning. Game Pass is the best bang for your buck when it comes to gaming. You can play it anywhere, and now it's about to be on Nintendo. I think I think it's going to. I think it's going to. Nintendo needs it, and Xbox wants it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's well, what's great important. Hmm? For Nintendo, what's going to be important yeah. is unless you want, unless you want to do on the cloud, which most of these games are cloud because you can play Starfield, I'm pretty sure, on the cloud on your TV if you have the Samsung Game Hub and the Game Pass on your TV. Like you can stream it over the internet and play it. You I know you can do that with Forza because I've done it. You can do it with Battlefield. I've done it with Battlefield as well. And it doesn't run too bad. It's pretty wild. But for it to truly make a difference on on Nintendo would be if if the hardware is updated. And I sent yeah. Ray this article where like there's a leak and this dude has gotten some stuff right in the past he's saying that they the dev kits have shown the switch to or whatever the heck they're gonna call it running things visually on the ps5's level dive nintendo ever creates a console with like up-to-date hardware there's gonna be a problem for a lot of other people because that would if you put the game pass on that thing now, even if it has PS4 level graphics, which was another rumor, that's big. Like all these other games that people haven't been able to play, play it on the go. Huge. Yep. <clears throat> Call of Duty, 2K, things like anything. It all just it'll be there for you. And, and easy, just like this. Boom. You know, play. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that would hurt the Nintendo is storage. Like if you have to download the games. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the only but, thing. I mean, all the other handhelds, like um, when I first got the Steam Deck, I didn't want to update the hard drive, so I just put like a one terabyte SD card in there and called it a day. Like my yeah. ally, I upgraded the hard drive, so it has a one terabyte SSD in there, so I don't got to worry about it. But no, you're right. Like Nintendo's always going to have small hard drives as a handheld, so like you're going to have to rely on the best SSD that you can. So like when I did it initially, I downloaded Forza Horizon, the last one, onto the SSD card. And once I was playing it, it was okay, but loading it up took a long-ass time. It was like a really long time to load. <clears throat> so there'll be some trade-offs there. But if Nintendo Maybe comes Nintendo? out with a with a beefy with beefy components, boy, it's going to be dude, special. Imagine, dude, imagine a Zelda and they had that kind of technology to play with. It was, it's going to be the big, it's going to be like the next Starfield. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not going to go that far, but I'm saying it's going to, it will be massive, huge, and awesome. And they already are. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Nintendo stepped up, like, dude, imagine Mario Kart, like, but like totally revamped and upgraded with the graphics and the performance they could do. Like, these games could be, you know, amazing. They're already great. Like, but some of these titles could be amazing. You know what I mean? I mean, like a, a 4K Donkey Kong, you know, Mario, whatever, like, dude, 
It would be interesting. It's about time. Speaking of Mario, that um, Mario Brothers, what is it called? Wonder? Wonder? Is it one? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That thing looks cool. Like, for the first time, they're adding, like, new suits in a long time. You could be, like, you could have the elephant suit. And, like, the elephants can ride, like, Yoshi. It looks uh, fun. You could do four-player co-op. That's awesome. It has an online aspect. I was watching uh, the Direct. They had a Direct last week. So there's an online aspect, which is very Nintendo. Like, completely different than what you would expect. So you play online. And when you're playing online, you you can see live the shadows of other people playing the same level you're playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then if you die, if you die, the people can hit your, like, ghost and bring you back to life. And then you can keep playing. That was cool. I was like, this is is cool. Nintendo keeps doing amazing things (laughs) with shitty stuff. It's incredible, dude. I was like, that's cool. Hey, Nintendo has the best people in the world working there, dog, because these people are working with cardboard <laughs> uh, paper clips gum <laughs> i thought it was i was watching them direct and i was like yo that's that's cool because like it brings a social aspect to it but like not in a way where we're gonna play co-op online but the fact that there's multiple people there and if somebody dies you can bring them back that's that's really cool and i want to run around yeah. as an elephant i think that would be dope the new sonic game was cool man it's like a co-op too like you have the four people at a time Doing Sonic, yeah. I was watching the uh, Sonic Superstars. Yeah, the guy played like four levels of it. It looks cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same four player. Co- it's the same thing, basically. Yeah, it just, dude, it just makes it a little bit more fun. Like, oh man, like I already like Mario, but sometimes it sucks just sitting there playing that game by yourself. I can get a couple guys and we can run through this. Oh yeah, bet. You know, it just makes dude, it a little better. October is gonna be so fall season is when typically video games come out you know go lower summer is always lower because people do stuff there's rarely a huge summer release of a game rarely it happens but not often but we got so much stuff coming out right now like 2k sounding like the best 2k ever made based on reviews that comes out on friday and then from there like obviously starfield's technically a september uh 6th release so that's on tuesday or 5th there's a Hellboy game coming out October 4th that looks cool. Assassin's Creed's pretty popular. Detective Pikachu, October 6th. A new Forza game, the 10th of October. Lords of the Fallen, October 12th. Sonic, Mortal, the 17th. Um, Spider-Man 2, October 20th. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder, October 20th. Um, Skyline, Dude, the Metal Gear Solid collection. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Alone in the Dark. Like, dude, October and November are going to be nuts for people that want to play different stuff. Call of Duty, November 10th. Super Mario RPG, <laughs> November 17th. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's just nuts, dog. Not the jam, dude. Jam pack. Hey, you, pass, you, you said something uh, right back there. Lord of the Rings. I heard, I don't know if this is real or not, but I, I didn't check the source, but <clears throat> I heard they got signed on to do more movies. They're gonna do more Lord of the Rings movies, and I am super geek. <laughs> I love the world of uh, Lord of the Rings, man. The show is fire. The movies are fire. Keep it coming. I mean, so I think yeah, I'm looking it up. I don't know if they would. I know 
I don't know if the Amazon show did any numbers because they spent the shit ton of money on that, but it would behoove Amazon for Warner Brothers to do that because it would bring crowds back and then season two of that show will have, you know, people more excited. But I don't know if there's going to be new ones. I didn't I didn't see that anywhere. I Googled it. I don't see anything new. Dude, the one I see from like, I, I, it was like a whole long paragraph thing talking about <clears throat> they're about to do some new Lord of the Rings movies. I gotta stop clicking on shit. <laughs> and get myself excited because if there ain't no Lord of the Rings coming on, I'm a little less excited today. Because I thought, I was like, oh, I'm gonna come on. Let's talk about new Lord of the Rings coming out. And it ain't. Let's Brian could be wrong a lot. Yes. The last thing I see on here is February 2023. I don't see anything new. Nope. Nothing new. Plus, they're all on strike, so I don't see... I've seen a lot of people making shit up because there's because no... The yeah, there's no news. <laughs> because of the strike. There's no news. Speaking of the strike, sucks. Yeah, people keep putting out fake blade like posters and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like that shit ain't moving. That like dude Alex he was like, Oh, new blades coming out? I'm like, you're late, number one, and I don't know when it's coming out because that game that movie has been put to breaks about <laughs> ten times already. So even though you're late, you ain't late because that movie ain't moving. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I feel like this is a good time. I said this before, like, because a lot of new stuff, we're going to get a break. There's still stuff coming out right now, but there's going to be a gap probably between the fall of this year and the summer of next year, where there's just not going to be a lot of new shit to come out because of the strike. So that'll give us a chance to kind of catch up on a lot of other shit. Um, yeah, I'm watching, this, I'm watching this from show right now. <clears throat> it's pretty far. I watched that Boogeyman movie. Last night, I think before a movie, that's pretty good too. <clears throat> We're not with so much like you know. Usually, I'm watching like three, four shows at a time. Like right now, I'm not really not. So I'm just well, I will watch this. Oh, I gotta watch that. You know, I'm not dedicated to anything right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. I was binging Suits. Dude, everyone Netflix. keeps talking about that show, but I just look at the picture and I'm like, yeah. I just like lawyer shows. So like in general, I was gonna watch it no matter what, but. It gets like there's you know how shows kind of get drawn out. Like yeah. this was a show that after season seven they could have killed it. Like it ended at, at that point, and I would have been okay with it. And then season eight's kind of whack, and then it ended up getting canceled or ended in season nine. I don't even know if I'm gonna get that far. <laughs> but like from season one to season seven, I thought the show was was pretty spectacular. Pretty pretty but it came out super a long time ago. It's just that Netflix <laughs> revival. <laughs> Yeah, because I never heard nothing about it. Now everyone's like, hey, you should watch Super, Super, Super. Dude, Man. they've streamed over like 1.5 billion hours on Netflix, bro. That Like, people are watching the shit out of Suits right now. And those guys should be getting paid for that. And, they and they're not. That's why this strike is happening. Dude, so they're not. So I read something. I don't know how true this, uh, true this is or not. But I read an article about how much. That's how I knew how many times it was streamed because that popped up on my feed. And it was like, it's been streamed over a billion times. And collectively, the art, the writers of the show have only made like four thousand dollars total, like total everybody. And the show's been streamed over a billion hours on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Wild. 
That's why the strike is happening, man. <laughs> that, is, that is totally uncalled for. But that's because these, these things were uncapped. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew about streaming, like what it could do, where it yeah, was going. Yeah, it's new. So right. we, like, we could do whatever we want. You that's know true. <laughs> they can. But no, no, not no more. They putting their foot down. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to do a little exercise before we kind of kill it because there is a law, right? Like there's a law and and shit's happening and we're comic book, you know, nerds, geeks, whatever you want to call it. So I saw a cool thing on TikTok and I I watched the premise, but then I was like, I don't want to watch the full video because I don't want to get no ideas, but I'll let you go first. I sent you the video. I assume you watched it. So I would say, so what we want to do, if you were Feige right now or the head of Marvel Studios, and you were to reboot the entire MCU, like from like we're gonna start over right now, like in the next ten years, you're in charge. What are the first five movies or characters you would base movies on to reboot number, the MCU? Okay, number one, Fantastic Four, and then within the Fantastic Four, I would have the Silver Surfer come through. To help me uh, fight Galactus, that would be the end, like boss thing. And then, but I'm just talking about the first movie real quick. And then, but Doctor Doom would also be in there, but he wouldn't be like a, a main villain that would get like knocked out. He would, you know, keep carrying on. So, so there would be that Fantastic Four. Just kind of explaining myself a little bit. Then the second movie, <clears throat> I would do a Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom movie, like a, a prequel type deal, or you know, so you get to know. More of them because in that, you know, and then from there, I would go. I was thinking about this, man. It's it's hard. It is hard to I, limit I, it to five. Is hard. Yeah. See, but the thing with Fantastic Four is though, like I would be like, there would be little people that pop in here and there, and that would help me build my universe further. But that's not what we're talking about. So five movies. So yeah. Well, then I'll scrap that to do. I'm gonna go Fantastic Four. Then I'm thinking you need like a single person, probably Spider Man again. Then. I'll go Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. Um, it's hard. <laughs> uh, for Spider-Man, X-Men, probably. X-Men, that's just my personal because it, it needs that needs to be there. Yeah, so we saw yeah. So we go Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, X-Men. <clears throat> But we're, we're restarting though. Do, do I want a Spider-Man? See, this is hard. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard. I'm just gonna go total properties that even after. So it would go first, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer is my second movie. Um I just had to say what um uh, a, a Young Avengers movie will be uh, a third one. Young Avengers. No one wants to see the uh, the same damn Avengers over and over again. This is hard, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm stuck right now. I'm thinking, man, do you have five? I don't have five. Like, it's too hard. It's very hard. I would say you have to. St- so what makes it easier is that the Fox properties weren't around the first time. So like you can draw from that to make it significantly. I would, I would start get him re back going and introduce the X-Men within his movie. 
and then and then go from there. So that's four, and then five. Um, Namor. So I thought about Namor for sure, but then I was like, we just saw a Namor movie. That was on my list, and I was like, we just saw. Yeah, a Namor he, he was he was just there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of because I just pick people that you can build upon because Namor has been a part of the Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? So there's characters you can meet in there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was just picking things that can kind of branch off into other stuff that I would. So we didn't talk about this, I swear. So that was where my mind, my mind went to that. Like, how can I establish an Illuminati as early as possible? Not as a group, but like the characters. Like, how can I get everyone that needs to be there on screen early? So Fantastic Four, ha- the first family has to be the first movie. It just ha- There's just no way around that. Like if you're rebooting the MCU, it has to start there. It has to start with the Fantastic Four. And I would say what you're saying makes sense. Like Doom might not necessarily or shouldn't be like you should get to know Doom in this movie, but he shouldn't be the the main villain. Like yeah. he should he should start to grow and build kind of like Thanos did in phase one. Like across all of the movies, there's like a, a Victor Von Doom presence, whether it's him as a as a villain in the suit or him as a politician, just fucking with other countries, you know, like just setting him up as an antagonist. Yeah, um, well, they, his, him and Reed used to work together and then he took Sue Storm because he was in love with Sue Storm first. Boom, he started right there. Bam, this is this is why he don't like this motherfucker, right? <laughs> dude, it's like, this is why we do these podcasts. So that's my, where my second um, thought process went. So Sue Storm's kind of a floozy, y'all. Like, Overall, like she does, she cheats on Reed a couple of times. So it's funny that you say that because the characters that she's cheated on Reed with, there's been a couple, but Namor is one of them. So I would want to introduce Namor early as well and Black Panther, like reboot the Black Panther. So now you're going to have two significant worlds that are contrast to the main Fantastic Four, Four world. You have Wakanda, yep. you have Atlantis, and then I would have the X Men. Um, in the new version of the X Men, like an X Men in Krakoa that is secluded, kind of like Wakanda was in this MCU. So Wakanda wouldn't be, I wouldn't hide Wakanda. I would make it more like when we meet the Black Panther, kind of like we did now. That they would already be politically, um, intertwined because I want them to have beef with Doctor Doom and Lavia, and I also want the existence of Atlantis to be more known and them kind of be more standoffish, but people know they're around. But for the X-Men, I wouldn't, I would displace the fantastic four in time. So we would meet them early, kind of like we did Captain America in the sixties or something. And then whatever you want to do to get them through to our age. So that at the end of that first movie back in, in the 60s or whatever, something happens, they kind of go away, all of them, including Doom. And then you introduce the X-Men as kind of like a build-up, you know, to whatever you want to do. When they come back, like the Fantastic Four come back, now it's 2020 or whatever, and the X-Men are just full-blown, you know, superhero mainstays, Spider-Man's running around already. I think that would it would make it significantly different then focusing on Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, and Thor. And see, and that, that, that was my thoughts with the Namor, because he's an Illuminati. So we would, we would introduce Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther in that Namor movie, 
as a part of the Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? Then Just you have a little bit, boom, then boom, their movies. You know what I'm saying? But with the Fantastic Four thing, the thing I would switch, it, it would it would be modern because they're in New York and they and they introduced a lot of people to uh Daredevil, uh Spider-Man. Um they fought with Namor, Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? So that could be a good point for Daredevil or Spider-Man to start off in Fantastic Four because they're all in New York. That would be a way to introduce them further. For Spider-Man, I would want to... So that's why the time displacement works for me. Because we meet the Fantastic Four, and we meet them early. Maybe it's not the 60s. Maybe we meet them in the 90s. I don't know. It doesn't have to be, like, super accurate. But, like, when we meet them, maybe that Spider-Man already exists. Like, a young Spider-Man, a 20-year-old Spider-Man. And then when they come back, and the X-Men are the main group, the Avengers aren't really a big thing yet. Yeah, Spider-Man's at 28. So you would have him old, much older. I would have him in his mid-30s, and now I would have Spider-Man already mentoring or introducing Miles. And that would give us an entirely new Spider-Man arc to explore in a live action. Like, we would, we already know what Spider-Man does, what he can do, but what we've never seen, because Miles is relatively new, is a live action Spider-Man where Peter is his mentor, like not dead, not ain't like he's helping them in the first movie or two. And then whatever he dies goes away, whatever you want to do. And now Miles is the main MCU Spider-Man with the X-Men. And it's kind of moved forward from there. Make it super different, like just completely different from what we have now. Yeah, I would do like the cartoons. I would have Spider-Man introduce Blade. You know what I'm saying? So Spider-Man gets into a Morbius. Blades chasing after Morbius, boom! You get your mixture of, you know, you get your continuity there. You know what I'm saying? Like in the cartoon, that was that was fire. That was always fired to me as a kid. Meet Blade. That's the first time I ever knew who Blade was. Watching the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. I just so I I think about it from the business aspect of it too. Like Marvel doesn't own Sony the rights to Spider-Man, but they own the rights to Miles. So like. Giving Sony yeah, a cut early of a first Spider-Man movie again, or maybe shit. I mean, I I don't know when it could be. I don't think Tom Holland could be the guy, but you do one Spider-Man flick at the end of that movie or something. You this is when Miles Miles is introduced at the center. He gets bit towards the end of the movie, and then you kind of end it there. And then now he becomes a background figure helping Miles, but the main character then is Miles because then now they don't have to worry about. Sony doing whatever the hell Sony was doing on their end. Oh, and actually, I would take out the Namor movie and do an Inhuman movie, mostly based around Black Bolt because he's also he's an Illuminati, and yeah. he needs to be out there more. And then, boom, from there, I can introduce Namor, a Black Panther, like Iron Man. You know, same as Black Bolt should be there. Black Bolt is tough shit. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, give, would... me your, give me your five though, because you didn't give me your five. You said Fantastic Four, X Men, right? Uh, yeah. So fantastic. So Fantastic Four, X Men, Black Panther. I did give you my five. It was X Men, Fantastic or Fantastic Four first, X Men, Black Panther, a Spider Man movie that focuses more on Miles than on Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I would say, damn, I swear I gave it to you. What was the fifth one? No, I'm telling you, that's all I'm saying. You did because I, I like I. <clears throat> We started talking about how we would do, you know, kind of continuity and stuff like that. You know, do me a five. I would, by that point, we'd probably be more distanced off, and I would probably do a new Iron Man movie. 
just because you need him you need him to like focus on on the bigger picture the influence of world salvation yeah, it I knew Iron Man. Because Iron Man, ain't, I mean, he's, he's all right. The movie is definitely made him, you know, bigger. But I, I, Captain America is more important than Iron Man to me. Not to the Illuminati, he ain't. And that's what oh, we've been no. talking. That's <laughs> what we've been talking <laughs> about. Illumin- no, I, 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 yeah, with that got you there. <clears throat> so, I mean, the sooner you can get Namor out there, Tony out there, um, Mr. Fantastic, you know, Black Bolt. Doctor Strange, we could do a, a new Doctor Strange, I guess, as the fifth movie. And what if, and what if instead of an X Men movie, did like a Magneto movie, but X Men were in there fighting him, but it was more from Magneto's from his view. perspective? Yeah, and that's how we introduced the X Men shit. <laughs> that would be have be fired. So I wrote when I was writing this down, I wrote X Men, but I wrote it. So I I don't dislike First Class. I thought it was interesting because it was more focused on Magneto and Xavier, but like they were already putting together a team. Like I would be all in on like a movie about them before trying to put the team together, like their friendship, like growing up beyond I was, I was when they got already established and them hating each other. And then we bring in quake, the blob pyro, you know what I'm saying? Like he already has a squad. And then they, I mean, know, I'm all in on a Magneto movie. Magneto's the shit, bro. Like in the last, oh, yeah. in Krakoa when they were fighting, they were yeah. fighting on the moon, bro. Uh, they ripped his heart out. <laughs> and he went, like, to this Omega level without a heart and just went bananas, dog. <laughs> like, he was not going. It was crazy. Magneto's the yeah, shit. Yeah, he's the truth for sure. <clears throat> I don't but know. Yeah, this yeah, is always yeah, fun yeah. to kind of try to piece it together. Yeah. But I would definitely still a certain move, man. Like, especially, and then, you know, from there, the the Marvel space is the sky's the limit, but Silver Surfer should definitely already had to do. Like he's Silver Surfer man, he's, he's cool as shit too. He just looks cool, you know what I'm saying? Like he appeals to kids. Like the Silver dude on a surfboard. Yeah, I, I don't know. We 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 need more Silver Surfer or just Silver Surfer. Period. We don't got it right now. I probably do. I might do Ghost Rider again too. Now with a forty five year old. <laughs> Johnny Blaze that, that uh, made no sense to me I it, the Fantastic Four has to be the main thing like I, I can create a whole Fox just failed at life I can create a whole universe with just X-Men properties like just mm-hmm. doing different origins from them well yeah shoot even Ghost Rider Ghost, Riders, uh, Ghost Rider Hulk they've all been introduced through Fantastic Four that's what I'm saying that that has to be the number one movie because you get introduced to everybody from there. They're in New York, you know what I'm saying? So you're gonna you run into oh everybody, you know, Luke Cage or whatever. Everyone's helped the Fantastic Four, been a part of the Fantastic Four. They've introduced somebody or fought with somebody like I, I, I'm, a, I'm. Dude, what if we did? What if like because there has been different versions of Fantastic Four mainly because the rights issue. But, like, if they were displaced in time, what if, like, a new group of heroes tried to be the Fantastic Four, like, during yeah, the time that. they were gone? I know they have. That'd but I'm fire. saying, like, in the movies, you could do that. Like, have the oh, main yeah. Fantastic Four, they disappear for whatever reason, and then you're like, oh, shit, 
we had to fill in the gap and you have you know the four new people doing fun. it for a movie or something until yeah. they come back that would be That'd super be fire, different i think they had like spider-man wolverine luke cage and like somebody else i can't remember but i knew that was like kind of a, a fan they've been a part of the fantastic four i think beast has been part of the fantastic four um, I'm trying to remember. I love Phantom Force so much, so that's why I'm really random. There's been a couple. Been. There's been a couple versions, but like, um, the main recent one. I'm trying to look it up here. I thought that was fire when they did that Johnny Storm thing run. Like, you you could even you could have them, you could have them separated in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about displaced or whatever. That'd be fire. Just have a Johnny Storm and thing movie. Like that, that was fire. Yeah, the all new Fantastic Four was the Grey Hulk, Ghost Rider, Spider Man, and Wolverine. Okay, yeah, there we go. But it would be it would be interesting. I don't know, man. I would so because Disney Plus is a thing. Like for the X Men, I would make it. I would get the main X Men. So like, and create like a. It doesn't have to be long five six episode mini series before the movie came out and i would do like uh gene gray the young years and like cyclops the like just the main characters only five or six of them and i would release it every three months leading into the first x-men movie so you would have like an xavier or a magneto you would have iceman beast you know gene like and then just kind of geek them up and introduce us to the character and now, because typically when you do these movies, they always try to do like a flashback and spend time in the movie showing you something they did as a kid or how we got to this point. If you get rid of that at the beginning by doing a five or six episode miniseries, the movie can just be about them, you know, the team up, right? Like the whatever yeah. we're doing together. And I think that would be cool. Oh, that was good. Yeah, when you said it to me the other day, I was like, man. And even here, I was thinking about it and I got to I was like, because <laughs> he had because he had to think about it has to make sense you can't just yeah. be like yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna do a uh, hyperion movie no <laughs> no no you're not buddy that's not you know so i was just thinking like man i can't just do people i i want to see it have to be something <clears throat> yeah what but that's the marvel effect because in the past that's what they would do right now it's what is this overarching you know arc and well, yeah, how it, can it makes we it better having some random movies, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the Marvel, all these universes are connected, you know. So it is cool having them that way. <clears throat> but shit, I'm I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, I see you. Uh, your shirt getting sweaty. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for stopping by. I think today was a fun time. We'll try to get back to the weekly schedule. Um, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you check out Starfield. Check out Blue Beetle if you haven't already um indiana jones is on demand right now and so is the ninja turtles movie so if you haven't checked out ninja turtles check out ninja turtles make sure you hit subscribe thanks for stopping by thanks for the follows see ya stay nerdy baby